0: No story would be complete without a good villain
1: or ten lurking around the corner. A lot of the time, these guys choose to hide themselves away until the very end, or at least until they're ready to swoop in and give our heroes the old left-right goodnight. And when this happens, the story will often drop some pretty damn subtle hints along the way to give you some prior warning that someone or something will eventually be out for your blood. I'm Jess from what Culture, and these are eight ingenious villain foreshadowings in video games. Number 8, Metroid Husks, Metroid 2 Return of Samus. After being hassled by the eponymous life-sucking creatures countless times before, Samus Aran finally takes the fight to the Metroids themselves in Metroid 2 Return of Samus. Landing on planet SR388, her mission this time is pretty simple, kill every single blasted Metroid in existence. There are 47 of them scattered throughout the map, and the series' classic Metroidvania formula opens up new pathways and areas after defeating specific numbers of them. Without a minimap or waypoints either, there's no way of knowing where they are, aside from exploring every nook and cranny the old-fashioned way. What the game does to aid you on this quest, however, is give you frequent early sightings of Metroid's discarded husks, indicating that one is nearby, and by extension, you're going the right way. Not only is this a useful gameplay mechanic, but it also gives you that unique feeling of dread every time you come across one of those cracked shells. Just around the corner is an enemy that will potentially tear you a new one. So while the foreshadowing here is pretty short notice, somehow that just makes it all the more impactful. Number 7. Dr. Octopus – Marvel Spider-Man penultimate act of Marvel's Spider-Man reveals that Peter Parker's friend and mentor, Dr. Otto Octavius, is the mastermind behind all of the evil ongoings in the city, having reinvented himself as the eight-limbed Dr. Octopus. Of course, since Doc Ock is such a major player in the Spider-Man comics, most people probably saw the name Otto Octavius and knew exactly where this was heading. Sure enough, there wasn't much Insomniac Games could have done to prevent that at this point, but it's the character's slow and detailed transformation that really makes his downfall a surprisingly memorable one. Originally a kindly scientist working with Peter on an advanced mechanical prosthetic, Octavius gradually begins to lose motor functions as a result of a degenerative disease. This, combined with increased maltreatment by Norman Osborne, causes his visions to go in quite a different direction. Throughout the game, various whiteboards around the lab show increasingly extensive plans and blueprints. Eventually, these drawings stop resembling any close to what Otto and Peter started out discussing and start resembling a master plan to infiltrate Rikers Island. Couple that with the Marvel baddies classic boiler suit and goggles already being worn and you have one hell of an impressive foreshadowing before the grand reveal. Number six, you'll be baked garbled cake. Portal. There are only two characters in the first installment of the Portal series, well, excluding the elusive Ratman, the player Shell, and the snarky AI of Aperture Labs, GLaDOS. With that in mind, it might have been obvious that the latter would turn out to be the villain. Among the auto-tuned Psychopath's most memorable utterances is the repeated promise of cake at the end of tests. As everyone and their grandma knows by now, the cake is a lie. But that doesn't stop GLaDOS from rubbing the imaginary treat right in our faces every five minutes. Occasionally, when her lines will go quite stark, utterly off-piste, the subtitles will redact that part of the dialogue behind the bracketed word garbled. It's obvious that this is to try and convince the player that what they just heard was all in their heads. So when GLaDOS suddenly comes out with the line, you will be baked and there will be cake, with the and there will be part garbled, you can rest assured that you didn't just make that up. It's in fact a direct reference to the fiery death the conniving computer has in store for you at the end of your trials. Number 5. Scarecrow, Batman Arkham Asylum Batman Arkham Asylum, despite being fantastic in almost every way, is mainly remembered for its sections involving Scarecrow, whose horror and psychological elements created an experience more memorable than anything else in the game. The villain is first glimpsed as a shadow on the wall during a sequence showing multiple Arkham inmates infected with his signature fear toxin. Though neither Batman nor the player is aware of it, Batman is also slipped a dose of the toxin following this section, which only becomes apparent when things begin to take some really inexplicable turns. For starters, Batman comes across the corpse of Jim Gordon, then soon after, in the asylum's morgue, has a brief conversation with his dead parents, who spring up from inside the body bags. The giveaway to eagle-eyed players here is that Batman's eyes are glowing an unnatural red color. But if you missed that, the sequence isn't given a clear explanation until Dr. Crane himself pops out of a third body bag and sends you into a full-blown nightmare realm within Bruce's mind. It's astonishing to see even one such as Batman fall victim to Scarecrow's toxin here, and the subtlety with which it plays out sets the perfect stage for the classic villain's in-person debut. Number 4. Link's Fleeting Shadow Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link If you noticed this one on your first playthrough, I'll eat my hat, but if you didn't, let's be honest. Zelda 2 was quite the departure from its top-down predecessor and the series' future entries, despite receiving the same level of acclaim on release. The game world is littered with bosses, and it's during these very sections that the game's final boss is so sneakily alluded to each boss has a specific number of hit points, and when you get this number down to zero, the enemy will disappear in a nice pixelated explosion. It's a classic formula. What's not so classic is that here, the light from the explosion will illuminate Link's shadow on the wall, something you're not able to see at any other point in the game. While this may seem like nothing, keep going to the end of the story to discover that the final boss is none other than Link's shadowy doppelganger, Dark Link. As villain foreshadowings go, there truly aren't many out there as fiendishly well hidden as this. Who'd have thought one of Link's most formidable foes would be hiding behind his back the whole time? Number 3. G-Man Cameos – Half-Life The world of gaming has seen its fair share of mysterious godlike characters, that's for certain. But out of all of them, not many are proven simultaneously as interesting and as unexplainable as Half-Life's otherworldly observer, the G-Man. Having employed Gordon Freeman to play a major role in coming events, the G-Man makes his presence known a lot more deliberately in Half-Life 2. However, 20 years earlier, the original Half-Life did not initially pin the cause of the Black Mesa incident on the supernatural. Or did it? If you're the type of player who explores every square inch of the game environment, you may have noticed a mysterious suited man with a briefcase in seemingly random locations all over the game. A lot are blink and you'll miss, while others require you to be in the right place at the right time. Can you find all these secret G-Man cameos? Even if you've seen just a few, though, it's obvious there's more to this person than you might originally think. Will we ever really know just who or what this intriguing entity is? Number 2. Nishandra's Cursed Portrait – Dark Souls 2 The Dark Souls series' minimalist storytelling formula demands players to actively go looking for answers to their questions, rather than give them out freely in cutscenes and the like. If you haven't kept up with the lore, you may think that Dark Souls 2's final boss, Queen Nishandra, comes out of nowhere with no prior build-up. In fact, without even delving deep into the item descriptions, players can stumble upon what is unquestionably one of the most unique and thought-provoking forms of foreshadowing that the genre has ever seen. The Queen herself sits on her throne in the upper levels of the Drangelic Castle, but on the floor below there's a room-length portrait of her that may suggest she's not all that she seems to be. Approaching this painting will inflict the cursed status on your character, which you'll probably assume to be just an unusual quirk at the time. Only when you descend to the Throne of Want and face the Child of the Abyss in her horrific true form do you realize that the cursed painting was really a huge hint from the outset. Number one, Dorman's Corruption, Shadow of the Colossus. There is so much more depth to Shadow of the Colossus than most first-time players probably realize. The game world is so sparsely populated and your motives for striking down its only inhabitants are unbelievably vague. But everything happens the way it does for a reason and the roots of the game's main antagonist run way deeper than you think. Under the guidance of the mysterious Dorman, Wanda travels all throughout the Forbidden Lands to find and slay 16 increasingly elaborate colossals. Each time one of these beasts meets its end, a mess of tendrils flies out of its body and ensnares Wanda before he can exit the area. He then wakes up back at the temple, and the more this happens, the more gaunt and haggard he begins to look. Unbeknownst to him, this is Dorman's doing. The Colossi are, in actuality, fragments of Dorman that were sealed away in a bygone age. And with each colossus that Wanda brings down, the evil entity is becoming stronger and stronger. Naturally, this grand reveal only comes at the end, but the level of foreshadowing that goes into it up until that point is staggering once you know about it. As if you didn't feel bad enough already about murdering all those innocent
0: creatures.